0: I like to watch people dance. Me too. I love watching dance competitions. Me too. But I think I like to watch it when- They're incredibly talented. Yes, when they're good at it. everybody, welcome to Girls Cloud Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I don't have a line this week. Oh no. Look, uh, I already told you off mic that I, am, I have senioritis sure. right now as we prepare for the summer schedule, and some things are slipping through the cracks, so mm-hmm. racing toward the finish line. Yes. You should tune in to our latest episode of Long Story Short coming out this Thursday, where I think we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about mom life Mm. and the end of the school year. Yes. All right. Well, today we're discussing Dream Moms, which originally aired on Saturday, May 13th on the Hallmark Channel. Hey, if you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to find us in all of the places. Instagram, you can find us both as at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Also, jump into our Facebook group. Uh, We may be on a summer schedule this summer, but we'll be around in the Facebook group. Indeed. And it's always... Very talkative over there. Girls Gone Hallmark. And if you're wondering what's coming from us this summer, we do have a full lineup of movies, new reviews every single week. You can check that out both in the show notes of this episode and on our website, meganandwendy.com slash podcast. I have some Hallmark news to share with you. I'm dying to know. The first is like a a rumor, but with some substantiated information. All right. So... Hallmark has not made any formal announcements about this next piece of information, but there is a lot of evidence that there is a sequel coming for haul out the Holly. Oh, and there is evidence that filming has already wrapped. Oh, interesting. Meaning was not affected by the current writers strike. So wrapped. So here's hmm. here's some of the evidence. And yes. this is all via heavy.com we'll leave a link to the full article in the show notes there was a lot of social media buzz and there was a imdb for *Haul Out the holly 2 that has since been deleted oh that was originally found by one sleepy kitty paw oh i didn't know that sleepy kitty paw was like a internet sleuth as well do they have the screenshots to prove it I don't know. Mm. Also, the Utah background acting troupe was posting Mm. for extras for *Haul Out the Holly 2, which shot April 17th to May 5th. They needed roles like shop customers, attendees of a Christmas carnival, and people willing to participate in a snowball fight scene. And the Governor's Office of Economic Opportunity Board announced that it had awarded funding to several TV and film production companies, and one of them is Hallmark for returning to film Hall Out the Holly 2. That's super, I mean, all signs point to a yes. Don't you all think so? All signs point to yes. But Hallmark is holding out for that big announcement. How do you feel about a Hall Out the Holly? Is it Hall Out the Holly? It is. How do you feel about a sequel? I loved that movie. I liked it too. And I think they could do great things with the sequel. Like what? Like, is she going to become the, like, aggro, like, Everybody has to have it done. not really sure I even care. Mm-hmm. I just like that combination of characters. I thought it was mm. so fun to watch. Yes, it had a good cast of characters. I thought Lazy and Wes were such a great pairing. It was just the kind of movie that made me smile the mm-hmm. whole time I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I think I said it was my favorite movie of the mm-hmm. year. So that would be welcome news. I, uh, All I signs would, point to yes. I would be super excited for that movie as well. In Hallmark Adjacent News, tell me if you've heard this. Sony has a branch, a, a property mm-hmm. called PureFlix, which is a faith-based streaming platform. I read the article. And you know who they've merged yes, with. Yes, <laughs> actually, Yes. Mr. Wood and Bill Abbott and the people at. Gaff, of course, Sleepy Kitty Paws on the case. She quoted the article where it says, Bill and the Great American Media Team have been successfully leading Great American Family and Great American Living Brands, and we believe they have a winning plan to take Pure Flicks to even greater heights. Look, <laughs> it's not just sour grace. If you look at the numbers, Great American Family isn't performing. They're not churning out original content. Mm-hmm. Their lineup is purely reruns. Yes, they had a Candace Cameron Bure original last year. Yes, they'll have another one this year, but they're not... Doing what they purport to be doing, it's no peacock. So it's no peacock. GTFO. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but they're going to be putting that feather in their cap for a little bit. Uh, it's not a peacock feather. So that's right. Right. Well, let's talk Dream Moms. Okay. You want a synopsis? Always. Two moms whose Broadway dreams got deferred enter a TV talent show competition together and learn that it's never too late to become what or who you want to be dream Obs was filmed in and around vancouver british columbia in april 2023 oh not not long ago no ma'am the ep on this movie is roxanne messina captor but she also this is where i get real confused imdb incorrectly lists her as a writer although it would appear she gets story credit. yes so She is credited as the writer, but in Hallmark's own press release, Mm -hmm. um, she's listed as the EP in her social media content. (laughs) She calls it her story. Yeah. I saw her Instagram post and I was like, my story on Hallmark. I was like, "Mm, what? Yes. The script credit goes to Jessalyn Berry. She also wrote Girlfriendship and Christmas Mm. in Harmony for Hallmark. She has five total writing credits with three of them being for Hallmark movies. Got it. Tamara Maori Housley. That name trips me up every single time, but I think I nailed it. You did. This week. She plays Danielle Smith. She has 35 acting credits. This is her sixth Hallmark movie, which surprises me a little bit. You thought I, there'd be more? I thought there would be a ton more. Mm-hmm. Other credits include Inventing the Christmas Prince, Girlfriendship, The Santa Stakeout, one of my faves, to be mm-hmm. honest. Christmas Comes Twice, and Christmas Miracle – she was also recently on The Masked Singer, and she does her own singing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Does her sister ever appear in Hallmark movies? I don't think so. Does her sister act still? I think so. Oh. Why don't they do a movie together? Great question. That would be so fun. Just like we, how we had like sister swap. Yeah. With those two sisters, like their names the are. Lillian's sister. Yes. Like, why don't they do a movie together? Yeah. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, This is directed by Jessica Harmon. She has 14 directing credits, including the Amanda Kloots Christmas movie, Fit for Christmas, plus Niall Meter's Rip in Time. She also has 70 acting credits, including a starring role in The 100, which was a CW series. Something you watched? I've seen episodes of Mm. it. Chelsea Hobbs plays Claire Ryan. She played the sister in The Holiday Sitter. I don't remember her. You? I didn't until I realized that that's who she played. She was so familiar and I couldn't figure out what I had seen her in recently, and it was that. Mm -hmm. She also played Laura Layton in the unauthorized Melrose Place story. God, I love those kind of movies. I know you do. And she was also in eight episodes of Unreal. Indeed. Also, side note, she had a recurring role on the L Word, which Megan wrote these notes, and I was like, the L Word was so long ago. Like, the original was so long ago. And I've watched it. I actually really love that series, but I can't place her in it at all. Maddie Finocchio, alert. He plays television host Brian Breecrest, And I got to admit, I didn't get the joke right away. But <laughs> I texted Megan. I was like, get this. No joke. His name is Brian Breekrest, And then I had to explain it to her yes. today. Uh- OK. He has 108 acting credits. He's a longtime favorite over here at Girls Gone Hallmark. He also recently played a quiz show host on another show, Riverdale. He also had a role in The Holiday Sitter, as well as Just One Kiss and The Wedding Veil Legacy most recently for Hallmark. Look, Matty Finicchio, I know we talk about him all the time. He needs a leading role. A hundred percent. I think he's really funny. They either need to put him in some sort of rom com, or they need to put him in a mystery, a mystery like the one that Paul Campbell did. Yes, I can't remember what they're called. They have a genre specific name, like a comedy mystery or Uh something like that. I really like him. I just think he needs bigger roles. We were discussing our love for Maddie Finocchio on. Our Instagram months ago, and I believe it was writer Heather Hawthorne Doyle who says she always writes roles with Maddie Finocchio mm-hmm. in mind. She'd love to see him in a lead role as well. He's been very kind to us in our in our DMs. Yes. So that's not why we're nice about him because nice he likes him long before he acknowledged us. For a long time. Yeah. Matthew James Dowden plays neighbor Sam. Now, look, this guy looks so familiar to me. I know. I thought he was a soap actor. Does he have a British accent? Okay, I don't know. I went and looked. Most of his acting credits are Hallmark. Drake has learned his lesson right now. That was the, uh, and that's part of the fun of it as well. But, you know, we Yes, but what has he been in with a British shows accent? Shows. Y'all might remember him as the British TV host of Hallmark's Don't Go Breaking My Heart. I don't yeah. know. What I'm remembering him from, I don't but know either. anyway, please, if you guys know, it was a welcome sight on my TV screen. Me too. If you guys know, if you're screaming while listening to this, email uh, us Megan and Wendy at Gmail. Roger Cross plays Danielle's husband, Mark. 160 acting credits to his name that might top the list. It's very close to the most we've ever seen. His very first credit deep dive is an episode of 21 Jump Street in 1989. He was also in 45 episodes of the series 24. From 2005 to 2007. I love that show. Did He's you ever also been in show? 158 other things. <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes I'm just like, mm-hmm.
1: pick two. Pull out something yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. Sierra Staples plays daughter Sandra. This is her third acting credit only, and she's appeared in one episode of Schmigadoon, a show Megan loves, and Hallmark's Christmas in Tahoe. Glenn Gordon plays. Son Paul Ryan. He has twenty-two acting credits. He was most recently in Unexpected Grace. He played that dude in the coffee shop. But he also was in mm-hmm. Open My Christmas and Sweet Carolina for Hallmark. See, another he is another actor who I was like, where do I recognize this kid from? Like, yeah, are you in soaps? I don't know why I'm connecting all these people to soaps. Yeah. There are three original songs performed in this movie. They were written specifically for the film. Dream That Dream, Bring It Back, and So Right. What's your first impression of this movie? Okay, well, speaking of songs, is it me or is this song a bop? No, no. So bring it back. Never want to be the one you've forgotten. She sounds like J-Lo. I think she sounds great. She's got a great voice. I think she sounds great. And I great. like that song, too. My first impression is Hallmark couldn't help themselves and had to release this on Mother's Day weekend. I mean, good for them. I don't disagree. Which brings me to my first like, if I may. Yeah. I loved the messaging about moms putting everyone else first. From the very beginning where Danielle is like, I'll skip it when she hears her husband. Oh, well, my wife has. We see Claire's son getting on her case because she, a single mom with a job, dares to miss one sporting Mm -hmm. event for her child. And then the final line from Husband Mark wraps it up. It's not the final line, but the final line in this arc where he says, it's odd that a family wouldn't choose to support a mother in response to his boss finding it odd that a mother wouldn't choose to support her family. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I had read some criticism that people didn't like this movie. Mm. And I'm going to tell you that I loved it because it was not your normal Hallmark movie mm-hmm. right and I actually give Hallmark props for trying new things mm-hmm. see and I think people don't like it because it doesn't fit in the Hallmark box of movies that we've seen year after year after year after year I agree with that and I also think there's something to be said for taking a big swing and not completing the home run so you think they took a big swing and didn't get a home run I do oh I would like to hear more about that I will okay. think about it Another thing I really liked about this movie is that it was what I hoped it would be. Yes. When I remember reading the synopsis way back when we like do reviews of these or previews of these movies, I was worried that it was going to be like two moms against each other. Oh, yes. And that's, I don't want to see movies where it's women versus women. So I liked that instead of like a squaring off in competition, we got a story about the sacrifices mom's make for their families Mm -hmm. so i'm i liked it to our point we just made tamara Mowry Housley can sang i liked it i liked her singing a lot yeah when it opens on her singing we've got that throwback scene Mm -hmm. i you know i'm just like taking notes as i'm watching it my first note is is that tamara and Mm -hmm. yeah it is i don't think all of the performance elements Mm -hmm. paid off in this movie but i do think the singing was a moment to enjoy you mean like this we will get there I thought some of the dialogue in this movie was really funny. For example, when Danny and Claire are shopping at the beginning, they're looking at these like silky robes Mm -hmm. and Danny goes okay, Blanche. (laughs) I laughed (laughs) out loud. I just thought it was funny because Hallmark shows so many episodes reruns of Golden Girls. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. And then twice there was innuendos about a peach cobbler. Like it was sexy flirtation that was happening. They said it like one time early on. And then when she goes in to change her clothes, he goes, there's that peach cobbler. And I was like, damn. Uh, Damn. I've I pulled a funny tweet somewhat about that moment where someone, Jasmine Hester at Shream 16, tweeted this was hallmark after dark until the strawberry got stuck in her teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Finally, just one last thing. I like when we see contemporary things in our movies. Sometimes they don't last. Like they don't age well, but I like that the the mom and the daughter are making TikToks. Yes. And they call it a TikTok. They don't try and come up with a goofy name for it. Right. In addition to the okay, Blanche, she said, get it, Aunt Viv, which (laughs) that's a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference for anybody who might have missed that. And she does it twice. I'm a little bit obsessed with Claire's whole look in this movie. Oh, my gosh. Her whole vibe about her, I don't know, specifically one scene where she's like dressing the mannequin. Oh, and her dancing around. And she's dancing around, but her outfit is so cute. Yes. Her hair, her clothes, mm. even right down to her oversized sweatshirt laying around the house moment. Yes. What'd you think of the final costuming for their dance performance? Tragic. <laughs> really? The robes over the cute... I was like, no. oh, this is like uh, giving me... What's the dance show? Dance songs No. Dancing with the Stars? Yes! Why? With their shimmery little rompers? I liked that, but... The blue robes on top of it I did not get. I didn't understand. Their mom. I it, shedding their mom. It fell flat for me. Oh, I thought it was cute. And then they did have their cute little like glittery outfits, but they have like matching tights and shoes. It just was like all I sorry. You didn't love that. I okay. didn't love it. I'm sorry. I liked the outfit she picked out instead, like that one piece, you know, when she went shopping. Yes. I like that instead. Okay. Not okay um hey i really enjoyed both teenage kids in this movie Mm -hmm. i like that they were portrayed as driven Mm -hmm. uh, driven smart kids as opposed to like shitty teenagers who Mm -hmm. like roll their eyes and you know Mm -hmm. and i mean i might have cried a little bit when they read the essay that the boy wrote about his mom Uh, oh my god yes i liked that too i have a comment on that boy but Okay. Both of their houses were very pretty inside. Yes. Except for the primary bedroom of the married couple. Mhm. It just was decorated like very outdated and uh, I was like, oh this just must be like a totally that, different house or room or you know, stage, I don't hadn't know where. Had been updated like their downstairs no. living space had it was beautiful. No. So As a transition, I will say uh, what we said is I appreciate Hallmark being ambitious with this movie. Mm -hmm. Because I do think this is a story unlike one Hallmark usually tells. And it's a format with kind of the dual Mm storylines that we don't always get. I don't think it fully paid off. Why? I think there are limitations to what you can do in an hour and 24 minutes of airtime. Mm -hmm. And we had multiple things happening. We have... Claire and Danielle trying to find themselves. We have Danielle and Sam, her neighbor, Mm -hmm. starting a romance. We have son, Paul Ryan, trying to get this scholarship, get into this school. We have daughter, Sandra, also trying to impress her dance teacher we have the little brother trying to i think there's a lot going on oh so too many like offshoots and i would have appreciated a little more attention maybe specifically on claire and sam who's sam sam's the neighbor the romantic storyline you wanted more of i don't know what i wanted more of i don't i liked sam a lot i Mm -hmm. liked sam and claire together i liked that you know that's a good question i don't know what do i want more of the kids? I want more of the moms. I think we got enough of the moms. Oh, interesting. I think we got enough of the moms. I don't. Okay. I disagree. Okay. Meaning because we have Danny, who is really a stay-at-home mom, who's busy doing stay-at-home mom things. Yeah. And shout out. I'm a stay-at-home mom. But I think she needed like a fuller storyline. Okay. we never see her outside of her family or outside of her relationship with Claire. We never see her living her own life. Right. And And she alludes to it. mm -hmm. You're right. We don't see it. Yeah. I just wish we could have seen like some of her desire like, oh, I'm I'm missing this aspect of my life. Do you think it's the Broadway aspect of her life that she's missing? I think it's the performing or being creative or something. Right. Nah, I don't know. I didn't think this was a bad movie. I actually very much enjoyed it. But I, for me, it didn't feel complete. So hear me out here. What's Chelsea's name in, in the movie? Claire. Claire. So she has a job that she doesn't really enjoy, mm-hmm. right? And But we have Danny and... But we don't see that she's not enjoying her role as a stay-at-home mom. Yes. I like, yes, that's a good point. I'm going to lean on a comment that I've made several times while reviewing movies. I think we are complicated people. And I think it's okay to share those complicated stories with people. So I think by missing the mark, I think they should have shown Danny as being unhappy, unfulfilled. Are there moments in your day, Megan, as a stay-at-home mom, are you unfulfilled? That's a good question, because this makes me think of another show that I've talked about on this podcast, which is a show on Apple TV Plus, The Big Door Prize. And the Big Door Prize is kind of all about people's destiny, mm-hmm. whether it's big or small, and whether it's okay to have your destiny be small in the grand scheme of things and be okay with that Mm -hmm. it's complicated because i don't want to suggest that someone who is a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. can't be fulfilled by that Mm -hmm. that you can't find fulfillment in being the volunteer Mm -hmm. in participating in your family's life and that doesn't mean you take a back seat all of your wants and needs and desires take a back seat Are there times when, as a stay-at-home mom, I have felt frustrated that the things that I want to do have had to take a backseat to the wants and needs of my family? One billion percent. Yes, I agree. And they don't show that happening to her, which you're right. Right. They show her being like a very willing – she's internalized the idea that I – Am existing to serve my family mm-hmm. and hasn't internalized the idea that she can put herself first. Right. Now hear hear me out on this idea. Do you think it was on purpose that they made these moms a little bit different? You have this stay-at-home mom and then you have this like single parent working mom, right? Mm-hmm. And do you think they made it like that so audiences at home could identify with one or the other? Yeah. And I think it's important to do that. And it's not just to say that the stay-at-home mom with resources, she lives in this big, beautiful house, she can hire all the help that she needs in theory, Mm -hmm. is the only one who can have this. Like a family, she's working, she's the only parent in the home, but that family can still mold itself to accommodate the needs of everyone's family too. This is probably me projecting onto this character, but... Danny has this child who I feel like she has an only child, similar to my own story, and that child is getting older and now you're transitioning out Mm -hmm. of like parenting a younger child. You're Mm -hmm. now parenting like a young adult who is moving on to independence, right? Mm -hmm. And you're left with like, well, what's next for me? Right. So, but they didn't like Illustrate that. They didn't at all. explore that. So it was just me projecting onto it. I'm having lots of feelings about that phase of parenting. Oh, me too, totally. Can I tell you a couple things I wish for? Please. One, they only show Danny wearing athletic wear, which chaps my hide because, like, she's a stay-at-home mom. We don't just wear yoga pants every day, all day. Mm-hmm. It just I hate that stereotype. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. Also, I'm super confused by their act. Mm -hmm. So Danny sings and Claire dances? Mm -hmm. Like, is that it? I wrote, how do we solve the dancing problem? Because I do think they bring Claire in as a backup singer. Mm -hmm. It gives her more to do. But their act to me was imbalanced. (laughs) Because Danny's singing is strong. And I I buy it Mm -hmm. for a competition like this. I don't think Claire is a bad dancer. Her body looks good. She's comfortable on stage. I don't think they gave her any level of complicated choreography to be doing on stage. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I think a duet where you've got A singer and a dancer is an odd combo. It doesn't make any sense. And that's another place where I feel like this is a big swing on Hallmark's Mm -hmm. part, which happens when you create these characters with jobs that you want to represent visually. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that when you're not using actual experts in the field? Yeah. And I hate to say this because I really enjoyed Claire and the actress Chelsea Hobbs quite a bit on screen. But I think they did her a little bit of a disservice. She's just doing this like lyrical dance in the background that I think were there 10 people doing that in the background? Mm. Maybe it would have been a stronger visual performance. Yeah. I've seen solo lyrical performances before. That have brought me to tears. (laughs) They needed to give her more to do. My husband caught this last, you know, their Mm. last big Mm -hmm. act on the show. And he's like, what? Are you watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, it's not that bad. It's okay. But the dancing, the whole, the whole dancing part of it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I like to watch people dance. Me too. I love watching dance competitions. <laughs> me too. But I think I like to watch it when. They're incredibly talented. <laughs> yes. When they're good at it. <laughs> not that she wasn't good at it. It just was weird. It was weird. For example, when she is taking the first dance class. That was great, I thought. But she wasn't having a dance off with Danny, like no, that was weird. Danny just comes in, and then all of a sudden she's like stepping to her. Like, <laughs> Don't understand. I really wish you could have seen the move Wendy just did. <laughs> if only this were a video <laughs> podcast right now. I I did think those were her strongest dance moves, though. Were in that dance class so bizarre although i will say that the song they're dancing to has um three lines it's are are you ready let's get started and but dum but bum bum <laughs> i have the captions on <laughs> so, that, that's, that's, that's hilarious hallmark hip-hop for you yeah it just it made me uncomfortable were you happy that they did not win um i kind of expected it i guess like i was Waiting for it, but, oh, of course, somebody from Broadway was sitting in the audience and wants to give them a show. I wouldn't have believed it if they had won. No, because it wasn't that good. Right. But. And they've been practicing for two weeks. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the son. The son. Paul Ryan. He's the older son of Claire in this movie. And it's not so much a wish. I just hated how he got in his mom's face about her missing his little brother's game. Mm. You can't tell me that your mom, who works full time and has two children, has never had to miss an event because she had to be in two places at once. Yeah, totally. Hey, I hated the misunderstanding in this movie. It's dumb. I hate misunderstandings in every movie. It now. might be the worst one we've ever seen because Danny says, I need to talk to you. And Claire just keeps on talking mm-hmm. about her problems with her boss. And then she never follows up. There's no reality in that moment. Agree. You ready for Did to see that? I I am. Okay. Sam and Claire go for a walk at a park and he says, this is a beautiful park. I've never been here before. But right prior to this scene, they show sweeping views of New York City, including Central Park, (laughs) leading the viewer to believe they are in Central Park. And now he's like, this is a beautiful park. I've never been here before. How long have you lived in New York? And you're walking there from your home? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I used to take the kids' here all the time. I have great memories. I'm like, what? Well, speaking of Sam and Claire, Claire takes the dog outside. She stops to talk to neighbor Sam. He invites her to breakfast. She declines because she's all of a sudden decided she's going to go to a dance class. But that poor dog never goes potty. She turns around, goes right back in the house. Oh, sad. Yeah, Poor little puppy. Never got to go potty. Sad. I can't remember where it happened in the movie exactly, but they are outside the theater. And in the background, a man and a woman walk by. And the woman has a full moon box on her on her <laughs> shoulder and i was like does this take place in the 80s? What's happening here? Well, who's walking around with a boombox on their shoulder? When they're practicing at the dance studio, the brother is like pushing play on a boombox. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm like, you'd be on your iPhone with yeah. a Bluetooth speaker. Totally. In their final performance, they cut to like an audience reacting to them. And it is so obviously, search, audience, B-roll, applauding at a performance. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't just, notice. audience. And they're like, they're not there yikes and finally for me in their performance their last performance they're both singing but they're they have no mics they are not holding mics Mm. they're not wearing Mm. mics (laughs) nothing they're just it just looks like they're like lip singing bring it i don't know what song (laughs) they're singing at this point because there's so many different songs in this movie but what those kind of like things bug me i'm ready for a rating Okay. look i like the messaging i give it four stars i give it three and a half points for a big okay. swing i'm just curious like for listeners of the podcast here like what you guys thought about this movie like is it, do you want to see hallmark make more movies like this mm-hmm. i think it's important to show relationships other than romantic relationships mm-hmm. and desires other than romantic desire mm. so i like these kind of movies i enjoyed this Later this week, you can come back and hear our thoughts on Ride, Episode 8. And next week, we'll be back with another review of Care Cake Murders, starring one Allie Sweeney. If you like this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. So stop before you go anywhere. Open the Apple podcast app, scroll down on Girls Gone Hallmark, tap the five stars, and don't stop there. Type in a little message, letting everybody know what you love about this podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.